Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your boy Weezy from the What Is Truth podcast. The upcoming show you are about to listen to is a bit heavy, so be pre-warned. Focuses a lot of her time these days on stinging pedophiles online. She acts as a decoy. She does go over a little bit of the work she does. She also goes over some of the story. I love this conversation quite a bit it was heavy but it was also reality just wanted to give you guys a pre-warning of what's to come on this show uh, so you guys are properly cautioned hope you guys enjoyed it and hopefully especially if you are a parent you may pick up on some tips uh, to safeguard our kids all right y'all Hey, what's going on, y'all? Welcome to the What Is Truth podcast. Today, I am joined by Maria Clark. Miss Maria Clark, how are you? Hi, I'm good, thank you. You? I'm doing great. It's an it's an honor to have you. This show may be heavy, so I want to pre-warn everyone listening. It may be a little rough, but I think it's important to listen to these topics because it is reality at the end of the day. So, I just want to. F- pre-warn people so miss maria who can you tell us a little bit of who you are and and what you do um i think maybe just make them aware it's a trigger warning and what it's about you know before we start just in case there is survivors victims that might be listening to it because a lot of things can trigger people even just certain words or certain subjects do you know what i mean right yeah um, so basically, my name is Maria Clark. I run a team. I'm a survivor of childhood abuse. I was sexually abused from six till nine. I didn't seek justice until in my late thirties. I grew up in and out of the care system, and I took my abuser to court. I had a lot of evidence. Unfortunately, he's still um, after being charged with several of the top scale of abuse on me. Still walked free at trial. After a four day trial, he got found not guilty. There was a lot of cover up and a lot of stuff hidden um and i attempted to take my life attempted suicide um and i decided you know something i need to turn this negative into a positive i'm going to do something about this and i came across um a paedophile sting uh where a team had gone and got this guy and exposed him for um wanting to meet and rape a child and i said you know what i'm going to i'm going to do this I just and I just set my page up then three years ago so it would have been um three years ago in January and I haven't stopped since to be honest I've had hundreds locked up they're either in prison or they're on sexual prevention orders we've caught re-offenders and what we'll do is I'll I will pose or one of my team members will pose online as a child um on a selection of apps and we will um so we'll set the profiles up and we'll leave them there to lay dormant until an adult contacts us. We will never, ever contact an adult first. The images we use are gifted to us by somebody that is over 18 or 21 now, um, but of them as a child. And they're the images we'll use for the profiles. Okay. So you touched up on a little bit of what got you down this journey. Yeah. Was there anything in particular that prompted you to do these things? or? Uh... Yeah, so obviously going through my own personal experiences and knowing that firsthand the effect that child abuse has on people for life, it's not 
the child abuse doesn't just affect a child as a child it'll affect you through the whole of your life until your last breath right um so you've got to know how to deal with things you've got to try some people take their own lives don't they let's face it they can't deal with it right yeah it's you know when i see i'm in the united states and when i see how the justice system treats child pedophilia and the way someone that for example smokes marijuana and see the Mm -hmm. disparity uh it's truly sickening you know when someone spends decades in jail for smoking a natural growing plant and then when you Mm -hmm. see someone molest rape and destroy someone's entire life and only get a few months sometimes a slap on the wrist let's face it it, they don't always go to jail yeah it's disgusting and i don't understand it it's uh it's it's a fail on so many levels uh you know and a lot of times it falls down on us the citizens for not doing more and so i do you know i do salute you for the work that you are doing i can only imagine that I mean, I don't even want to imagine what you go through on a daily basis. Do you mind going through a typical week of yours when you're doing these things? Wow. Um, so let me just let me just um, just quickly mention about. Okay, so you know the thing about the justice system and the police and stuff. Unfortunately, what what there is a lot of police forces that aren't very good with what you know what we do they're not they're not very on it as they should be um but they are also tied you know by regulations and rules we're not we can we can just go and knock somebody's door and say well actually you have been speaking to this child then it's up to the police to investigate our evidence do you know what i mean right whereas if the police can't just go and knock a door and say we think you've been speaking to a child or we know you've been speaking to a child they've got procedures so they have to follow unfortunately which then a lot of people say, oh, the police aren't doing their job properly. Do you know, a lot of them are parents and a lot of them are trying their hardest and it is the justice system. You know, I've spoke to, obviously I won't mention, police officers on stings that are actually, I've spoke to an officer who was actually a victim of childhood abuse himself. And he was so praising of what we do. Um, But yeah, so we're going to a week of mine. So every day I'll decoy as a child on several apps. Um, my youngest child that I use is nine. Um, and I'll go on a variety of apps. Sometimes if I forget to turn my decoy phone off on a night time or if there is a predator that I'm speaking to that's really concerning me. I mean, they're all a concern, but we have some that they don't stop. Yeah. They probably have an hour in their sleep. And I think whilst I'm talking to them, I'm stopping them speaking to a child because... I'm consuming their time talking to me. Right. And well, I'm not a child. Well, let's tell people before we got on, you know, on the air, you are, as we speak, you are decoying. decoying. Yeah. So if I, whatever time I get spare, whatever time I get spare. So I'm sitting here now, I'm on my phone decoying, talking to you because I'm sitting down. So we don't ever sit down. I can't... Um, a lot of it is down to my PTSD anyway. I can't sit and watch, you know, normal soap programs or... Um, and this is all a result of being sexually abused as a child and the trauma that it brings. Like, I struggle to sit. I can't sit and watch soaps um, because if it's something... 
there's always something let's face it in a soap there's always something that's sad and then once i get sad i'll go into a self like like self-destruction mode almost i'll start feeling sad for that person and then i start thinking about all the bad things that's happened to me because you know i was sexually abused age six till nine um had social service involved in my life i was deemed beyond parental control at six years of age um at nine years of age my mum had told the social worker i've got the report saying that i was hiding her partner's belongings and wet in the bed um in the report it states that i'm holding my mum's leg screaming and crying and it became apparent later on that my mum had said to me this is all written down documented that um if i didn't behave and stop hiding his stuff and wet in the bed that this social worker that was coming that day was taking me away so obviously I was screaming and holding my mum's legs and then obviously the social worker found out why I was screaming, why I was holding my mum's legs because I thought they were taking me away. Um, and then as I've got older and older, I think I was about 11, I started stealing from shops to get myself arrested. Uh, anything that would get me attention, anything. Um, I was in and out of children's homes and then I think I was around about... 13 when I spoke out about my abuse to my social worker who documented it and didn't do anything instead what they did was locked me away not for anything criminal um I was on a place of safety residency order because I kept running away um so that was the only way to keep me secure was putting me away into a secure unit so that's what they did instead of so basically I don't know how to word it but I was I was kind of thrown away and forgotten about instead of dealing with the trauma that I was going through inside me as a child, um, feeling all the pain and the hurt and, you know, and like then I became into an abusive relationship who my ex-husband used to really, really beat me up and he was the only person other than um, a family friend and social services and doctors that I'd ever spoke openly about my abuse and what he would do then he'd say to me in, in like an aggression to me would be like but you loved it that's why he kept getting back in that bed i was six years old yeah. so it took me a long time to actually go to the police because i kept thinking oh my god the police will think i loved it i enjoyed it yeah wow so instead what they did was they locked me away then they put me um they put me in a place in the it's called in temporary wells in shropshire they placed me there um and we was abused by staff there and um, they locked us up. They they done some horrendous stuff, and basically said that the only way we was leaving there was when we was eighteen. So they they closed off all the phones, so we couldn't phone. So we ended up setting fire to the classroom, which meant then they had to call outside services, which was police and fire engines and all that lot that came. Um, they took us to a police station. They put us in a secure unit for three days questioning, and the school was closed down. We was dispersed into different homes again and again the vicious circle started again i was just passed around and passed around never given the proper therapy nothing so i kind of had to bring myself up but i think i've been very lucky that i haven't turned to drugs or alcohol you know i do look back sometimes and think how have you how have you survived you know i don't I, and i still will know i don't even know how i could ever answer that. i think my kids saved me to be fair right. having having children younger i got pregnant at 15 
and that's when my life completely changed overnight because the social worker said when I have my daughter which was 93 I would have been 16 in the April she was born in the June so three months after my birthday they said when she was born they were going to remove her from me um and I literally just changed my life stops stops um going out stopped fighting and stuff like that getting aggressive I stopped it all because I was petrified that they would be around my child and they um, I wasn't safe in social services care, so I wasn't prepared to put my child through that. Right. And then just after I turned 16, social services called me back to court and removed my whole care order that I was actually on until I was 21 because I'd completely just calmed down. But I still had never dealt with all the problems. Do you know what I mean? I, I still haven't dealt with them all. I'm, I'm, I've been on a waiting list now since uh, November the 19th, 2000 and, um 17 for psychotherapy because I've had CP I've had several several sessions well several sessions I've had two lots of 12 week sessions of intense CBT and then to be told that actually I was too damaged for the CBT what is CBT I'm sorry um I think work now. It's, it's basically it's therapy you go to they they show you ways to deal with it um to deal with like trauma or like i suffer i can't sleep i don't sleep very well i've still managed to go to college i've still managed to go to uni I'm, you know i'm a qualified youth worker now um but i struggle to sleep i can't sleep like or you know if i smell damp because the person that sexually abused me had like long dreadlocks and they used to if they get wet they don't dry out properly and it, it can be like a damp smell so if I smell damp, I I trigger my brain and I, I'm I'm a complete mess. And then that can last, that can go on for weeks. Then of me being scared to go to sleep or being scared to be around a certain you know certain things and stuff. Right. So it's just a vicious circle, isn't it? Like it's, it's constant, and I think people don't realise just how how much this can affect a whole life yeah that's that kind of ties into what i was saying earlier just how the justice system sometimes feels it feels like they minimize it you know when someone just gets a slap on the wrist mm -hmm. serves no time meanwhile someone that has done considerably less benign things you know for example, that's the example I like to use a lot. Smoking an organic plant yeah. lands you more time than someone who Absolutely. has damaged someone's life. And money, and money, and right. positioning as well. I don't think I can mention who, but I'll mention maybe that it was a mayor. I won't say of where. Um, about a year and a half ago, I stung a mayor who was also um, a pilot for the Children's Air Ambulance. He was also the trustee of the Children's Air Ambulance. He was a paramedic officer and he'd also been his local councillor, parish councillor for 16 years. Wow. Um, his username was either dad for lad or dad for son. And he admitted everything on camera. When we stung him, he admitted everything. He'd arranged to meet this child. He was very sexual with the child. Um, a year later, I found out that they he received no further action. Jesus. Yet, 
I can sting somebody that is middle class, maybe not, maybe not, you know, not the average person, maybe, you know, anybody, and and it could be something way less than we had on him because we had so much on him. Yeah. Um, and they could go to prison, or they can get, you know, sex offenders register and everything else. He should have received sex offenders register because he is working around children. He's, you know, he's been around so many children. He's opened up schools. He's done all sorts. He's in high positions. I caught met police officer. Um, I've caught children's children's workers in schools. The the, the list is endless. Doctors, paramedics. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. That's one thing that I've been saying on my program. You know, this is everywhere. Um, you know, people will a lot of times say, oh, it's just a Hollywood thing. And no. I point out, look, it happens in liberal Hollywood, no question. But it also happens in conservative religious institutions as well. It yeah. happens in government on both sides of the aisle. It is literally everywhere. And when part of the problem is people get so tribalistic. Well, I'm socially this side or I'm socially that side. And they get blinded to the whole picture you know yeah when, when you do that you're just putting yourself in a tiny little corner and blinding yourself to the the reality that it and also and also opening your own child up to abuse not knowing how bad this situation is because here's another example why i used i, I do hand some to the police but it's very rare now because I contacted Kent police once about a case that was, I'd got this guy that was working within a holiday camp. And on Facebook, I kept seeing him uploading pictures with these kids all sat around the mascot teddy. He was with these kids, arms around the kids, very close to him. Now, you've got to understand that when you're on holiday, a lot of people, I mean, me personally know because of what I do, are a lot more freer with their children because they think I'm on holiday. I'm going to have a drink. The kids are all right with the entertainers. Um, my kids are fine. I'm getting goosebumps even saying this. Um, and, you know, let's let's have fun. Let's have a bit of fun, you know. And, and they they don't watch their children constantly because they think, well, I'm on holiday. You know, I've been working. I do that. Your kids, you've got to keep an eye on your kids all the time. Your yeah. eyes have got to be on them kids constantly because, like I said, I handed it to the police in Kent. It was about six, seven days later nothing was done the police i said it's a it's a safety safeguard issue it needs to be done now right and he said don't tell me how to do my job six days later the guy was still uploading his pictures i was feeling sick and i couldn't get to kent i've not got my car on the road i was panicking and then luckily i seen another team go and sting him and i was i felt so relieved because i thought thank god for that he's not around the kids but he was on a holiday park yeah. working with kids and, and this was passed to the police Right, and they didn't want to do nothing about it. So, well, when you sting these individuals, what typically happens? Do you have like a ratio? Like, what? I guess what would be the stats like when you sting someone for you know for a conviction and and whatnot? Well, once I know that they're sexually interested into a child, so all my profiles state that state the age of the child. So before you even add that child, you know that they're a child. I also don't use images where, unfortunately, girls nowadays can be 13 and look 18, yeah. you know. 
because they put makeup on or whatever doesn't make it right that people should be looking at them but at the same time that adult may not know yeah until yeah. they're told that they use that as a, child. as a loophole to get out of yeah. it yeah so and the images i use i won't use anything where they they've got makeup on or they look older in fact in fact i will use images of somebody younger than what i'm actually saying they are yeah. Because that way, then they can't try and say, "Well, I thought it was no." Because we, well, anyway, we have to state the age straight away. Right. Um, so, say if if that guy, the guy or woman, because women do do it, it's just far in between that women are caught. Um, but when they when they do contact us, they know we're children, um, and they choose to make that conversation. But if they send an indecent image before we say our age. That can't be used in the evidence because we haven't gave our age at that point. So you have to get it in straight away at the first. I mean, I won't give you any examples of what we say because that would give the heads up to paedophiles. Because unfortunately, paedophiles yeah. follow us. They follow us and they watch all this because they want to know what we say and how we work so that right. they don't get caught. You know, that kind of ties in. There are YouTubers out there. Um, you know, big names. Yeah. Uh, some that I've been following, so some people may know who exactly who I'm talking about. And in my opinion, the way they talk about this stuff, and you know, they gain all these followers, but a lot of those followers, how many of those followers are pedophiles themselves yeah. that enjoy the content? And are in it for nefarious, you know, they're getting off on listening to this shit. And so it's kind of a, you've got to walk a tight line, you know, where you want to bring awareness to people without Mm -hmm. fully divulging exactly what you are doing or, or give any, anything that might, may be exciting to these sick individuals. So it's a, it's definitely a tight line. Um, the guy we caught the other night was laughing when we, when I when I was reading off his chat log what he was saying to what he believed was a fourteen year old boy he was just smirking the whole way through grinning and it was almost like he was getting off on yeah. me telling him what he'd been saying to his child and and to stand there no and, remorse no not at all the only thing that he was bothered about was being unfortunately deported and that was what he was bothered about Our... he wasn't he wasn't concerned that we was. He was just grinning about the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, it's. I guess, I'm, I'm sure you know about the show with you know with Chris Hansen, uh, to catch a predator out here in the United States. Yeah. They, you know, it was a massive show, and I, I really truly enjoyed the show. Unfortunately, they had some, you know, a lot of hiccups. You know, even Chris Hansen got involved in his own scandal and you know but really what did them in was a lot you know they were doing things that were outside of the law technically you know quote unquote it Mm kind of gave uh the perps loopholes to get out of it even though they were in a lot of these episodes they were working in tandem with the with the local police departments um but they were accused of entrapment do you how do you go up you know a so that you don't fall into, you know, anything like because that. Because when they when they start talking sexual or, um, like if they if they, if they say, oh, you know, what you're wearing or you know, just uh, I'm going to give you a few little examples. Like 
what are you wearing? Well, you're not going to say, oh, I've got um, a little pair of shorts on and a vest. You're going to tell them that you're completely covered, you know. You're not going to... Um, you don't engage in any sexualness with them whatsoever. Um, so you're not leading them on. Not that you should be leading... They should know better anyway than to speak to a child, but in no way do you, um, ag you know, agree with anything what they're saying or, you know engaging in anything sexual at all they they have to lead the whole conversation right have you had any issues in your so you've been doing this uh three years now is that what you... yeah three oh, years okay. it was three years in january have i'm sure in those three years um you've learned a lot and i'm sure you're continually oh, yeah. refining your arsenal and, and whatnot what what would be some things that you've learned along the way that, you know, have helped you embolden your cases and, you know, um, it's just, I'm sure there's what? been some I trial did, and error over the years is what I'm yeah, trying to say. Yeah, that's it. Every day is a learning day. Every, right. every case is, a, every case, you know, you don't, you don't know what you're going to come up against. I mean, like, one thing I'm thankful and I really, really am thankful for is that I've never had, come across child abuse images although I did on one sting where I went and got a guy um, and I ended up putting his mother under a citizen's arrest as well because she got his phone and she was hiding as I took the phone off her this was actually on a live sting um, I caught a glimpse of children as young as maybe seven being abused um, and I was like FFF swearing you know this is disgusting I went absolutely mad I was shaking I didn't know what to do yeah um, and I was like, I can't believe this. And I said, right, you're going under 24 hours. Well, they both were arrested, the son and the mother. Turned out the father had been involved as well. Um, mm. And then at first she was saying she hadn't seen it. And then she admitted on camera that she'd um, deleted the images and told him to delete them, which is an offence. Yeah. Yeah. No question. Aiding, yeah. Aiding and abetting. Uh, wow. You know, if my if if my child, for example... If I ever caught my child um, with indecent images of children or, or ever suspected my child um, was interested in children sexually, I would hand him straight over or her. Yeah. I'll, I'm, I'm, I think my love would be lost for that child and that might sound harsh, but it's just, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a criminal offence that is unforgivable. You know, I I did touch on the to catch a predator thing and I my view on people that you know if there's absolute evidence behind you being a child predator and you know you're willing to take the next step and actually make arrangements to meet a child um, it's pretty much guaranteed that that do that person is gonna hurt that child you know if they're gonna yeah. they're willing to agree to meet my view i i've got a pretty harsh view on it you know i <laughs> i think there's there's no space harsh view on it because yeah. if it was their child they yeah. would certainly have a harsh view then right and the one tricky situation that i do have when it comes to this is when i see someone that seem appears to have clear mental issues 
you know, there was one episode on To Catch a Predator with uh, Chris Hansen where the guy had got stung twice. And seeing his interactions, I've worked with people with mental issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and this man clearly had mental issues. His me- his mental IQ was probably that of a, of a young kid himself. And, and I'm not saying I feel he should be let off and whatnot but i don't feel at the same time how do i say this i know exactly what you're gonna say this is probably the only thing me and you will disagree on right for a reason and i'll explain that in a minute once i finish listening to you yeah it just i i i don't feel like they should be let off at all they don't belong no. in society at all but at the Maybe same they time should be worked with yeah i well yeah i don't think they should they should be anywhere near kids you know but at the same time, if these people have these mental issues, I, I don't view them in the same capacity as someone that has their full mental capacity and yeah. they know exactly what they are doing is wrong. And I, and I hope I made myself clear. I, I just, no, I, I I, it's a tricky I'm... thing to put in words, you know. <laughs> but then you have to think, okay, so I will sting somebody that's got special needs. And the reason why I will sting somebody with special needs um is if they start telling me so they could have special needs and um maybe they require appropriate adult maybe they don't but if they're saying to the child when they're in conversation with the child and they're saying to that child your mum can't hear don't let your parents see but we know but i know their special needs and they've got mental health issues but they're saying to that child don't tell your parents and asking that child to hide things, to me, they know exactly what they're doing. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, to be I know, able to I be calculated. Exa- I, I know exactly what you're saying. And and a lot of times these people may have the mental capacity of a young teenager. And a young teenager, mm-hmm. you know, they're still young and whatnot, but they um, they don't fully understand all the ram- ramifications. And a lot of times these individuals will make the stupidest mistakes because you know their mental capacity isn't all there uh mm-hmm. you know i've worked with individuals that had the body of a 50 60 year old but mentally speaking they were young kids and these guys yeah i'm not accusing these guys of being uh predators themselves yeah. i'm just you know giving an example it depends what the conversation's like so if they could to me like we we, we we've had a we had one sting before this is the only one that i haven't exposed we went to go and sting him he's his his behaviour and everything showed me exactly like anybody that I have stung with learning difficulties or whatever showed me that he was calculating what he was doing. He did. But when we arrived there, it was a different story. The parents were amazing. Um, and to be honest, it was a, it, it was his birthday when we got there. Yeah. We didn't know it was his birthday. And it was a, it was a, it was a, a mess. Um, but it turned out that he he was severely, severely disabled. However, he didn't come across it on the chat. So what we did, we didn't just leave it. We called the police out, as we usually do, but we didn't live stream anything. And we spoke with the parents. We handed it all over. And we had, a, we had his parents asked us to have a conversation with him and explain to him the dangers of everything. And they was prepared to make sure he didn't have his device again. Right. However, you get other ones. I mean, there was one um, 
that was down in Bournemouth, which is quite far from where we are. It's about three or four hour drive. He was up all night. And now I recorded the corruption of the police officer and I put it out there. Um, the police officer, I'd rang the police and I'd handed it over to the police over the phone. I said, I've got this guy. He's absolutely disgusting, blah, blah, blah. I told them everything. And he said to me, I've been actually, the officer rang me. I recorded it all and put it all over my page. I, I, at the time I had the page was about 98,000 followers. And this officer rang me and tried to push onto the car. He said, hiya, because it, it was quite a small community where this was. So everybody knew everybody. And this person's dad was an ex-police officer or a current police officer. I can't remember. And um, they rang me and they said, hi, it's blah, 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 officer from whatever station. And I said, hiya. He said, just to let you know, I've dealt with it. Um, he won't be messaging you again. Um, and thank you so much for your help. I said, it doesn't, it, that doesn't happen like that, mate. Sorry. Can you explain further? Because you need to take a statement off me. No, no, it's, it's all fine now. It's been dealt with. I said, no, it hasn't. That's not an investigation. Um, he said, well, what it is, we went round there and he's got a term. He said the guy's got terminal illness. Um, and he's bedridden. So I said, right, fine. If, and I thought, if he's terminally ill and he's bedridden, why, why would this be his, in his thoughts at all? You know, the stuff he was saying to a 12-year-old child. Um, and to cut a long story short, um, I went live and said that they tried to brush it under the carpet and that this officer had, you know, not, not even taken a statement off me, nothing. So as I'd done that, the officers rang me and going mad, saying, how dare... He shouted at me, like, as he said... And I played the recording now. How dare you? How dare you tell people what I've told you in confidence? I said, you didn't tell me in confidence. I said, however, people are now coming forward to the page that know him and are saying he's not terminally ill and that you're lying. So what have I uncovered then? Corruption there. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just a huge web. Yeah. Uh, you know, we were talking about earlier how, unfortunately, money plays a big role. You know, the yeah. the average person, you know, it's pretty much a sure thing. But the mm -hmm. higher you go, you know, the where money's bigger. You know, that's why we had the whole thing with the Epsteins and the Prince Andrews of the world. I mean, yeah. And unfortunately, that goes on. I mean, we see it play out in everyday life with cases that are completely unrelated to this type of stuff you know when mm -hmm. someone can afford a great legal team um no matter how guilty they may be they have a chance at freedom yeah <laughs> because they've bought their way out money talks. yeah yeah um you know and that affects every case you know again completely unrelated to the what we're talking about right now but unfortunately yeah. it does play out in this uh subject matter as well you know uh you just gave the example of that mayor uh you i did see a sting you did with a uh with a priest was he a catholic priest yeah okay um yeah yeah i did see um, that and you know that's that's one thing you know i'm a former catholic myself and one of the things that kind of pushed me away was how blatant you know the church was covering up a lot of these issues i'm not saying everyone in the catholic church yeah. is like that i'm not saying that at all but there are higher ups just like in every other uh thing in life you know whether it's a corporation or whatever that were shuffling 
these pedophiles around. And, yeah. you know, one of the things, you know, growing up, I had always been told, you know, that priests were pretty much infallible, you know, men of God, invincible. And when you start... No one is. Yeah, no one is. And when you start seeing the amount of cover-ups, um, you know, these nasty perverts in a lot of... And I'm again, there's many priests that are awesome, great people, uh, 100%. Yeah. I'm talking about the sick, twisted individuals that get in it because they have access to all these kids. And the parents... Some people pick specific jobs, specific jobs that are empowering them and having that trust with your child. Right. So they, they can I'm abuse so it. I'm so glad. I'm so, there, there was a sting we done a few months ago, and I'm so glad... There's been an uproar about it where they're saying that children are being taught about sexual stuff too young at school. I personally, this is my personal view, and on the based on everything what I do and everything what I see every day, I don't believe that any age is too young. If they can understand, let them know right. about things. Because when I was six... I got in that bed every day for three years. Mm. Every day I got in that bed. And the same things happened to me every day. Yeah. I didn't question it. Why didn't I question it? Because it was normal. It was it was the normal thing to do in my household. My mum allowed her friends to have sex in my bed with me in it. That was, sex was normal in our household. So... I didn't know, you know, I'd not done sex education at school. I didn't, nobody ever spoke to me about it. Nobody said that that's your no-go areas. I'm, I'm glad now things are progressing and kids are being told because then at least if I'd have known about them sort of things, I would have known that, oh, it's not normal what this man's been doing to me yeah, you would every have been, night. You would have told someone. Someone sooner. Right, right, yeah. Because, you know, and maybe that would have preserved preserved me a little for what I've had to go, what I still go through now at 43, I struggle. I str I can't, I, you know, I have been married. It, it, I can't stay in a relationship because I can't, there could be certain things, certain ways somebody touches me or certain things somebody does. Uh, and that's it. I, my barrier comes up and I don't care how much I love somebody, that's it. It's, it's gone. Everything's gone. Right. Yeah. No. You know? 100%. We spoke about this before we started recording that unfortunately as parents you know i have two boys of my own yeah i have a teenager and what would be ways you know what would you going through this on a day in and day out basis what are things that you would like parents to know and how you know what, what tips to keep our kids safe well, first is not to think that your kids are safe around people. The other thing is, what I always stress on is, you know, if you, I don't know, you have to go out to work and you've got somebody that looks after your child regularly, um, or, or or it could be a family member, it could be a friend, and, and your child is kicking off and playing, screaming, they don't want to be left with that person, sit down with the child and talk to them and ask them why. Don't think that they're just playing up and they're being naughty. Ask them why. No. Yeah. Because too many people will just say, oh, stop being naughty, or, oh, he just doesn't like her, or she just doesn't like her, or him. And unfortunately, a lot of times, we we want to live in a, in a, in somewhat of a denial. Fair. Denial. Yeah. We don't want to believe the worst 
and it all the bad things happen to other people other kids it could never happen to us or our kids you know and uh we a lot of times we shelter ourselves we shelter our kids from the hard ugly truths that exist outside which takes me to sometimes i'll get trolled when i'm stinging a pedophile i'll get trolled by somebody saying well i don't need you to look after my kids my kids are safe well that's that's a bs because unless you're around your child 24 hours a day seven days a week your child isn't completely safe because unfortunately there's teachers there's doctors there's police there's people in trusted positions there's family members that you would think would never hurt your child so you need to educate your child you need to speak to your child and you need to regularly check you know check their activity if they're online you know their behavior change anything if something looks like they're bothering them speak to them ask them let let them know that they're not in trouble I, do you know my daughter's 10 i mean she doesn't look 10 she looks a lot older so that scares me yeah. um but i've taught her from a very young age very very young age before even five i think that um nobody touches you nobody touches you there in fact no it was before she was five because yeah. i used to say nobody no 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 you know and they always tell her and now she laughs at me sometimes because we always say about boundary areas you know and we say right. that nobody must touch you there and i always say to her you know if you know if anybody ever says to you if you tell your mum i'll hurt you don't worry because mama left them up that's what i say we laugh about it and and it's true and she knows that so she knows there is nobody in this world that would ever hurt her that she can't ever tell me if somebody's done something. So we always say to you, you know, even if you're at school and say say a teacher touches your arm or strokes you in, in, in like and I'll and I'll stroke her arm and stuff like that and say to her, Stroke you like is there any, you must tell me. Because te- nobody should be touching your child. Yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. You know, I did the same with uh both of my boys. Uh, mm-hmm. my wife and I we talked we had this conversation with them way before the you know when they started first talking you yeah. know using simple words like this is your pee pee no one yeah. touches your pee pee yeah, if anyone to. does let us know you know you have to do it yeah. because you know have you ever heard of Sam Harris no he's he's somewhat of an intellectual and you know he talks about different subjects but he did one episode where he spoke with a I'm not sure what this individual did but I think he he did a lot of online uh, trying to find out where all these pedophiles were and, and tracking them through you know the IP addresses and whatnot. Yeah. and it was a real oh I cried a couple times listening to it it was real heavy it was a real heavy episode but one of these things this gentleman said that there a lot of these pedophiles nowadays are abusing younger and younger and they'll yeah. abuse kids younger than two before they can speak yeah. so that they could never be found out. Yeah. And so it's as nasty and as heart-wrenching as that is to hear. People need to know this. You need to watch your kids. Yeah. And, and you can't put yourself in a false sense of security there's a a saying that i use okay protect all children even if they're not your own right and the reason i say this is because i've had certain stings that i've done and other people have come forward saying i knew his behavior weren't right around his niece or his nephew or blah 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 we was at a party once um 
this is an example of a guy that I've caught twice. Um, same guy, I've caught him twice. Uh, we was at a party once, and I noticed he snogged his niece. Well, you are just as bad as him then because you shouldn't be sitting there allowing that. Don't think that you're interfering. Let pe- let people investigate. Don't don't ever, you know, some people are too scared to say anything or they don't want to, they don't want to get themselves involved. But actually, it's your duty of care to any child to protect them. Not right. Not just to protect your own child, protect other people's. If you feel something is going on that is untoward or that child's been mentally abused sexually abused it's your duty as an adult to go and report that let the authorities investigate let the police investigate follow it through that you have you know follow through your complaint that it is being investigated keep following it through to make sure that they don't just leave it because if you sit there and think oh well maybe it's not or maybe she's not getting abused i won't say anything each time that abuse it could be happening and it, it could get worse and worse and and you know the prolonged abuse is there bec- and you're thinking that you don't want to be interfering how interfere don't worry about it it's not interfering you know i get i get really passionate about that because i think it's not interfering report if nothing's going on it'll be fine but if something is going on you've saved that child right oh Heavy. Do you know what I mean? Like people no, think, I, I oh, I just you. need to look after my child. No, 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 no. no we, look we, after everybody. We're, we're all one giant community. Yeah. Um, doesn't matter, you know, black, brown, white. Uh, it, none of that stuff matters. We're we all live in one planet. We all need to take care of all of our kids because all yeah. these kids end up growing up and make start legislating laws and, and running things. So it it starts young. Yeah, uh, and, and, I get and, frustrated now because as I was growing up, I was I was I, I was not a very looked after child anyway. I was subjected and open to all sorts. But people that are now like now, I'm very open. I speak about what happened to me. Um, it's a very tight community where my abuse is from, and everybody knows him, and everybody knows what he's done. Although he was found not guilty at court. Listen, I've risked being rest- arrested myself, and one day it's inevitable it probably will happen. But every time I see that, I don't even want to call him that he's not a man or whatever. Every time I see that person that abused me and I see him, I expose him up. I, I film him and I walk past him and I say, You dirty paedophile, you've done this to me. And I'll go into detail on what he done to me in front of him while I'm recording him. So he's humiliated around everybody that stood around him. And he has to hide himself away. Because why should I live in fear that every time I bump into him, I start thinking about stuff that he'd done to me? No. I, 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 and one time I filmed him. My daughter had said she needed a school jumper uh, for Christmas. And as I walked in the shopping centre door, he was walking out and we actually bumped into each other. And I froze. And for a few minutes, I froze. And I said to my little girl, just stand there one second. I got myself so worked up, everything started echoing around me. I was having a panic attack. And all of a sudden, I bounced back. I recorded him. I said, you are a dirty paedophile. I wanted him to feel how small I was feeling and how the hurt I feel. And he rang the police on me. And I, when the police rang me, I said, is everything okay? She said, yeah, blah, blah, blah. We've had a call. You've been taking pictures. I said, no, let me stop you there. I took a video. I've also put it on the internet. 
um, and I'll keep doing it every time I see him. And I went into detail on what he'd done to me. She was like, um, can you not please do that? I said, why not? I said, how would you feel if it happened to you? And, you know, and I just said to her, I said, I'll, I'll do what I want to do and I'll risk what I have to risk then. Unfortunately, because I was failed by the justice system, I'll expose him. And if I have to get myself in trouble, I will. But I'll expose him every time. He won't live comfortably as yeah. long as he ever sees me because people need to know what he is. Yeah, make, you his, know? make his life a living hell. I mean, it's, Yeah, and it's... people now are coming up to me from that era that was my mum's so-called friends and stuff. I always knew there was something wrong about him. I always knew his relationship with you wasn't right. He was always touchy-feely. Well, do you know what? This is this this comes back to what I was saying. Report, report, report. Don't think, don't sit back because then people sat back. And guess what? It went on for three years. Almost every day. If he wasn't... The only time it didn't happen was if he was being promiscuous and he'd slept around behind my mum's back with somebody else and yeah. he'd been away for a few days. Jeez. And that was the only days I got a break. Yeah. God you know, so that that's where it comes back to. When these people are saying to me, I always knew something wasn't right. I always used to see say, stop, put, stop touching her. Stop putting your hands on her. You're always touching her. Leave the girl alone. Well, actually, why did, if you speak out, it's going to do some, something's going to happen sooner. Well, and then the chances of conviction and and going to prison for it is is a lot stronger. A lot higher, yeah. I know you sent me a banner from your group that said, you know, the government has blood on their hands. One hundred percent. This would they are. this would apply to anyone that didn't say anything either. When yeah. when you have a strong gut feeling, you could be wrong. But yes. what's more important, being Both wrong? Same, sorry. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Um. Jeez. So we're running up on an hour, uh, Miss okay. Maria. I would definitely love to have another chat. I want to, I'm definitely going to listen to the conversation again. And, and, you know, it's just the whole censorship stuff that's going on. And if, if I feel it's appropriate, I'll, I'll definitely put it on YouTube. Unfortunately, I have to do it that way. I wish I didn't have to. But that's the times we live in. Uh, where can people find you? And if they wanted to be proactive, what would be tips for people to, you know, if they want to do things in their local communities, no matter where in the world they may be, uh, what are what are things you can tell these people? Get together. It's it's good to get together. Get get a group of you together. Stick together. Right. And don't and don't be scared of um, you know other pe other people or don't don't. It's, you've got to be fearless. You can't. You, you can't. You. Well, don't, you have a be... group, right? A Facebook group? Yeah. Is it open or private? I can't remember. It's so, a page. It's called CIM Mids. Can you spell that out? Yeah, it's C for Charlie, I for India, M for Mother, and then Mids, which is M for Mother, I for India, D for Delta, S for Sierra. I'm gonna, I will put that on the description so that... But we also have a group, which we... So like I said, Facebook keeps closing down our pages, which are public. Right. So I also have um, a closed group called Children's Innocence Matters. Um, and people have to be requesting to join that. Okay. Um, because and like I said, we keep getting shut down. Right. Well, and I want to put that in the description. And anyone out there listening, and if you want to be proactive, and if you are inspired by Miss Maria's story today, I mean... I would reach out. Those are the contact information for, for Maria. I can't thank you enough. Um, 
this was definitely heavy uh but it's reality we can't live mm-hmm. with our heads in the sand and pretend this stuff only happens to other people um many the of reality us is if your child isn't in front of you they're not 100 percent safe yeah that's the sad truth <laughs> the ugly truth yeah i tell people a lot of times you know a lot of people think the truth is beautiful and and rosy and nice no and it won't happen to my child yeah sometimes the truth is ugly as hell but it's better to be aware of the truth than to live in some fairy tale you know that's all rosy and 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 it's getting worse it's getting worse because the internet is making it easier access and especially with this COVID-19 right now that's kids are at home more they're on the internet more right the also the other thing I want to touch on as well is just you know you know what kids are gaming when they're gaming and stuff on the computers and discord discord is very dangerous uh I so when I first did my live streams I was doing them on discord I had no idea what discord was i didn't know either i've only just found yes. out about discord by a parent that has just uh re- her daughter has received from america some guy in america has been sending her daughter via ebay and stuff like that um so let's tell parents ma- mace outfits and stuff yeah let's tell parents a little bit of what discord is so uh, kids i i'm still learning myself but discord is an application that kids will use so they can communicate with their friends online while they're gaming quote unquote unfortunately discord also can be used as a social media platform like facebook where they can post things on walls and they can directly message other people individually and so when i first started doing these live streams i I was using discord that's when i first found out about discord through my teenager now I don't use Discord and I use Skype because Discord is another bag of worms, you know. I mean, Discord can certainly be used for good things, you know, completely innocent things. But it's also can be a very scary place, you know, especially for unsupervised kids to be around. Also, what's happening is predators are... um so when your kids are upstairs on the Xbox, PlayStation, or whatever else, um, predators are actually sending codes to children so they can't be found out, okay? So they're sending codes to children to do disgusting stuff, send disgusting images and that via different apps. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll send the, the child will send what the adults have asked for. And I say adults because it's not always men. Um, what the adults have asked for, and then they get a code to buy stuff for their, um, you know, their like game. Roblox, Robux, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I used to play uh, PS4, and I would randomly get weird messages, yeah. and I would report every one of them. I'm like, this is obviously phishing. Someone's trying to fish, you know. And I I guarantee you these fake profiles send tons of messages and every now and then one kid will reply back and that's how oh, they get these that's how they excited, get them aren't they? yeah and so if I, would, I was a child and someone was saying here's a hundred pound send me a picture with your vest on or your pants off you wouldn't right. think oh no i'm not gonna do that unless you've spoke to your child and told him no don't do stuff like that 
So parents, if, pound. if if your kid is on Xbox or any, you know PS4, supervisor messages. Nothing is private. You are paying their bills. You are their parent. You have every right to do these things. You are not being nosy. No matter what your kid fights back, uh, for all you know, you know you want to keep your kids safe. And so my kids are teenagers, and I supervise every damn thing, and I don't care. You know, and I know, I, you know, we get looked at as parents that are just being too nosy, whatever. I don't care. No. If that's what they want to call me, I don't care. My child's welfare is number one above any of that other shit. So, yeah. um, just parents, I, I, we can't stress that enough. Um, your child is, no matter how safe you may want to feel, or comfortable you want to feel, you have to be on top of this at all times. And I definitely want to have you on again. Um, okay. And we, w- you know, we'll definitely stay in touch. You, I mean, I hope people learn something today listening to this conversation. It's important, especially if you have kids. But even if you don't have kids, if you have nieces and nephews, uh, these are all, you know, all kids matters. You know, innocence matters. Or even matters, if like you're your a neighbor says. of a child, if you, you know, if you're hearing a child scream constantly don't don't feel like you're see it gives me goosebumps when i say this don't feel that you're interfering because i'm an example people suspected things were going on throughout my childhood and they've only just come forward and said now i've come out about my abuse and i've had to live all through that that they're only just coming out now and say to me i knew something weren't right i used to always say this to you didn't i and this person be like yeah i remember well don't don't be like them yeah. because I now suffer, you know, because it was prolonged, the abuse, because nobody spoke up. Yeah, it necessarily could not have been prevented, but it, it, could, have, it, it yeah. could have been stopped long, yes. long way before. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, 100%. Uh, so your story is amazing. Even if it's a neighbor, if you live next door, somebody above somebody, below somebody, and you hear that child scream constantly, and, and maybe... Maybe a parent might say, oh, my child's teething constantly. But if that's going on way too much or, you know, or you suspect it's something else, you're not interfering. Just make sure the child's safe or, you know, because people do use excuses, don't they? Yeah. You know, they'll say, oh, my child's got, suffers with whatever illness. Well, it's it's again, they'll want to be in denial they'll yeah they'd rather say it's something else than the ugly truth of what may be going on oh yeah 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 it's definitely heavy stuff miss maria stay on the line when we finish this uh this show um so everyone please visit what can you give that information out again um where children's innocence matters is a group or we are c for charlie i for india m for mother mids M for Mother, I for India, D for Delta, S for Sierra. That's our page. There we go. Um, and that's the only place that they can find you. don't have any other uh, social media. And this is all on um, Facebook, correct? No, just Maria Clark, which is my Facebook. But obviously it might be hard for people to find. Right. Um, you'll see the logo on my Facebook. Right, yeah. And may, I'm sure you have everyone guide, you know, directed on your biography there on your Facebook, right? Yeah. To find you. Okay. Awesome. I will definitely put that all these links on my description as well. And uh, thank you for stopping by and, and stay on the line. And we're okay, going to wrap the show up.